Welcome to TKG's Healthcare Insights, where we explore healthcare's critical issues, challenges, and trends with a focus on achieving the quadruple aim of enhancing patient experience, improving population health, reducing costs, and improving the work life of healthcare providers and staff. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome. We're glad to have you listening today. I'm Warren Smedley with the Kinetics Group, and today we will be continuing our debrief of the December Oncology Thought Leaders panel meeting. TKG's Oncology Thought Leaders Network is a group of 16 senior-level oncology executives from across the country who bring a multidisciplinary perspective to the critical issues facing the delivery of high-quality cancer care. This group meets virtually each quarter, as well as provides ad hoc input and support for various client projects and operational questions grant-funded research, market insights, and other questions we may have for them on an ongoing basis. In this episode, my good friend and colleague Ellen Feinstein and I will focus on how our panel members are handling the battles over site of care, also some of their thoughts on care redesign, as well as looking at care coordination and patient navigation to help address social determinants of health. December's panel meeting was particularly insightful. This is part two of our Oncology Thought Leaders meeting debrief. Let's pick up where we left off. We had a discussion also about site of care, and that's been a big topic, especially for the larger institutions, because the payer community has been asking for the large institutions to reduce their cost of care in these uh, in the site of delivery for the various therapies. And so we asked that of the group and found some interesting ways that the different organizations are approaching that challenge. Yeah, so we heard a number of comments and, uh, you know, priorities around the the redesign of care delivery mm-hmm. and migration from the typical hospital setting, both outpatient and inpatient in no particular order. Virtual visits, of course, have come to the forefront during the pandemic. Uh, In one way, it forced our hands to actually adopt and adapt, but in other ways, it's created some other challenges. The growth and really an exciting development around hospital at home is something that we're all focused on, and some of us are, you know, maybe farther along than at others, and then that can also cross over into population health. And then community-based infusion centers, which um, many of us have been competing with for a number of years, particularly for non-chemo-type infusions. You know, a couple of organizations are looking at creating their own community, non-hospital-based infusion centers um, outside of their campuses to be able to compete, again, for the typical, you know, Remicade and other non-chemotherapy-type infusions. Another hot topic that came up was around creating highly efficient, and that's not an oxymoron, but highly efficient multidisciplinary clinics, both virtual and on-site, where patients can see multiple providers. Let's say, you know, in cancer, they would see uh, both surgery and medical and sometimes radiation oncology in one visit. 
so that they walk away with their treatment plan as a result of consensus. I do remember um, University of Colorado having some really terrific models around mm-hmm. multidisciplinary clinics, all in person, not virtual at the time, but this was a number of years ago. Um, and there are other examples of highly successful multidisciplinary clinics where it's efficient for the providers and highly efficient for the patient and probably the best standard of care. Yeah, Jamie Bachman just tackled that at Johns Hopkins oh, by bringing the bringing the surgeons and the oncologists together to kind of co-locate and share some space so they could get the economies of space of sharing space but then also be able to actually communicate better around patient care. Yeah. Yeah, so good that he exported that from where he was to his new place. That's right cuz he he kind of started a lot of that or was part of that out in Colorado when he was there. Another aspect of care redesign, which is not new, but certainly more important than ever, is um, the concepts of care coordination and clinical navigation, whether it's by nurses or lay navigators or anything in between that. You know, because we sometimes have a broken system and so many opportunities for disconnects and miscommunications, these can certainly serve as a very functional band-aid, if not a fix, on making sure that patients are shepherded through some very complicated systems, particularly apparent in cancer patients. So we spent some time talking about that. And one of the other things that I thought was really interesting was the talk about sort of the roles that we have in clinic, whether they be the research roles or the advanced practice providers as independent providers. Not every organization and not every physician uses their APPs in the most efficient and cost-effective manner. Some APPs are reluctant to practice independently. So really looking at the roles that we have deployed in our clinic clinic settings to make sure that we're utilizing them not only to the top of their license, but also what makes sense and what will be the best experience, both from a standard of care, as well as from a patient perspective. We spent a lot of time talking about that. Maybe I'll mention also uh, piggybacking on that thought, a lot of great discussion on the work that's taking place around social determinants of health we're trying to reduce disparities. A lot of the organizations that participate in our Oncology Thought Leaders Network are really putting some high energy focus on how do we address these issues. A lot of institutions have really changed their focus in the last two or three years to really put a lot of energy and emphasis on how do we take care of the whole person and begin to try and address some of these other social issues that impact their ability to take a therapy correctly, to stay on that therapy, and to have a better outcome than uh, than they were previously. Yeah, Lauren, I think too, um, we spent some time talking about population health, and that speaks to addressing disparities and really reducing the costs of care. Some of those can be mitigated, and you know this better than anybody, through lay navigators or community health workers and it's not just about cancer, it's about all of those wraparound services you mentioned. I just had an opportunity to speak with some folks around a new center that they created, fully donor-funded, not expected to break even, um, but it was really targeting the Medicaid population. 
and they had a number of wraparound services in a highly successful clinic in, um, you know, a, at a community that really had a lot of high risks and not only included in the medical care, but as you mentioned, behavioral health, dental, legal, social services, nutrition. Um, they didn't get into necessarily, you know, joblessness or homelessness, but I, I thought that was a really unique model that could only be successful. And of course, it needed a lot of funding from external and internal sources to sustain it. But, um, you know, it's really been well received by the community. And of course, it's a rich research repository for answering a lot of questions around social determinant and health equities or inequities. Mm-hmm. I'll put in a little a good word for some work we've been doing with the National Navigation Roundtable, which is a roundtable sponsored by the American Cancer Society. And the National Navigation Roundtable has done a lot of work in this area and is continuing to do a lot of work in this area, a lot of great resources that they provide. So to our listeners that have an interest in looking at care coordination, patient navigation, handling of these social issues with patients using an extended clinical team to do that. The National Navigation Roundtable has some great resources available. Great. Ellen, why don't we wrap up here for the day? This has been a great discussion. Thank you for your insights. And thank you for your help facilitating these panel discussions. In future episodes, we'll be digging into other topics discussed at the Oncology Thought Leaders Network meetings. If you would like a copy of the summarized findings from these meetings, please email me directly or send a request to our podcast email address at oncology at com. I would be happy to send you a summary of the meeting key learning points. Ellen, thank you for your help with this, especially with helping to facilitate and do the preparation for the issues that we're, we're facing as large academic cancer centers. Always happy to help. It's a pleasure, Warren. It's really important for us all to be thinking critically about the potential gaps in care that can derail a patient's therapy. We need to constantly be challenging ourselves to gain a better understanding of how to collectively achieve the quadruple aim of enhancing patient experience, improving population health, reducing costs, and improving the work life of healthcare providers and staff. We need to get our patients on the right therapy at the right time in the right place so that we can optimize the best possible outcomes. Well, this wraps up another week of TKG's Healthcare Insights. Thank you for joining us. Please note that the views and opinions expressed by the guests on these podcasts are those of the guests and do not necessarily represent the official policy or position of the Kinetics Group and our staff, clients, or customers. We welcome your suggestions, ideas, and requests for podcast topics of interest. Please email us at oncology at thekineticsgroup.com and write Insights Podcast in the subject line. Thank you. Have a safe and healthy day. You have been listening to TKG's Healthcare Insights, a program produced by the TKG Oncology team of the Kinetics Group. TKG Oncology empowers life science companies to effectively engage with health system and payer customers by developing strategies and real-world solutions aimed at impacting the right patient at the right time with the right care. We also work directly with health systems and payers to address the critical issues of our time. We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at tkgoncology.com. Thank you for joining us today.